Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And after a Thanksgiving break, I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast all over the place. You can find it there in Spotify. You can find it right there in Apple Podcasts. And, of course, on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Okay, so as we head into holiday mode here for the next month or so, and when we eventually come out of our Merry Christmas coma, the 2024 political season will be here in full swing. We've been talking about it for a long, long time. It is finally here. Heck, the Republicans will host their first nominating contest with the caucuses in Iowa set for January 15th. So it's here, folks. It is here, and it comes in the wake of a lot of bad news regarding Joe Biden's White House. First off, in the latest poll released by Emerson College, which was last Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the Republican frontrunner Donald Trump leading Joe Biden 47 to 43 percent, four percentage points. Matter of fact, Biden's lead in this poll among Hispanic voters narrowed to 3 percent. That's down from 14 percent in this same poll last November. So that's an eye-popping 11-point shift. And look at this. Biden's lead among blacks, still substantial, mind you, at 47%. But also keep in mind, that number is down 15 percentage points from this time last year, again, in this same Eberson College poll. Other recent national polls have found Biden slipping badly among minority groups, including a New York Times poll of six swing states earlier this month, finding that Trump is ahead in five of those six states. And Trump's support among black voters had grown 22 percent since 2020, this Times poll found. So something's going on here, and I would strongly contend that the one main reason for the Trump shift with minorities is it's the economy stupid, right? How many years have we heard that in politics? It's pretty much always the economy. Folks are just struggling across the board right now with the inflation that has wreaked havoc over Joe Biden's presidency. And the bad news does not end there for President Biden, because within his own party, there is a seismic shift going on since war broke out in the Middle East earlier last month. The issue at hand is this, Joe Biden's support of our longtime ally Israel. There is a growing far left wing of the Democrat Party right now, not pleased at all with President Biden. A recent AP poll showing that 46 percent of those in his own Democrat Party disagreed with his policies in the Middle East 
backing Israel. So what's going on here? Let's call on longtime ABC News political analyst and Washington pundit Steve Roberts to do a deeper dive for us today on the Inez Says podcast. Here's that chat with Steve Roberts now. Okay, Steve, President Biden has stated his support for Israel. There are a number of Democrats on the far left who disagree with the issue of supporting Israel. Are we seeing a bit of a uh, schism here in the Democrat Party right now, Steve? Yes, you are, Scott. Um, There's an AP poll, for instance, uh, uh, among Democrats, 50 percent support Biden's handling of the uh, war in Gaza, but 46 percent dissent. And that goes way up. The dissent goes way up among young people, 65 percent unhappy with Biden and among voters um, of color, non-whites, 58 percent. So there's a very definite split here. And uh, this potentially uh, politically uh, is a big problem for Joe Biden. These groups were already drifting away from Biden. It was already uh, a lack of enthusiasm among young voters and black and Hispanic voters. Um, And look, do I think many progressives are going to vote for Donald Trump? No, that's not the real threat to Biden. It's that they either stay home or they vote for a third party. Mm -hmm. And we learned in 2016 that was devastating to the Democrats. Six percent of Americans voted for third parties in 2016. It's one of the main reasons Donald Trump won in the first place. Four years later, the uh, third party vote dropped, Scott, to under 2%. Mm. It's one of the main reasons why Biden won and and Clinton lost. So, as I say, it's not defections they're worried about. It's discouragement. Um, And if people stay home, it could be a a major blow to Biden in an election that's likely to be so, so close. At last check, I know that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. had, what, about 16.7 percent of of the vote, at least right now. Could RFK Jr. be the recipient of, of some of those folks looking for a, a third party option here, Steve? Yeah, although um, Kennedy's a very complex figure because he's got a Democratic name, but a lot of Republican politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, his single biggest issue is opposing vaccinations, which is much more popular among Trump supporters than among Biden supporters. So that gets a little he gets a little complicated. Mm -hmm. But in general, uh, um, Biden just doesn't have much wiggle room. He doesn't have much breathing room here, Scott. You remember, people forget that if there was a a shift of 44,000 votes in three states, that's all. 44,000 votes, a tiny fraction of 1%, Mm. Donald Trump would have had a second term. And if you go back to 2016, a shift of only 80,000 votes in four states would have given Clinton the presidency. It is so finely balanced in American politics right now. You don't have to talk about big swings or big shifts. Tiny marginal shifts can make the difference. Um, And that's why this is discouraging. Now, look, it's also true, Scott, that foreign policy seldom has a major impact on how people vote. Mm-hmm. They might be deeply upset about this now, um, and for good reason. The uh, images of, of uh, suffering and, and uh, devastation in Gaza are touching a lot of people, including a lot of Democrats. Um, is that How powerful is that going to be a year from now? How is that going to compete against issues that really do uh, impact directly on people's lives like inflation or abortion. But it certainly 
adding to the problems uh, of the administration right now. And it's not just public opinion, because what you have also looming is a fight in Congress over uh, aid to Israel. Mm -hmm. And one of the uh, uh, dimensions of this growing uh, unhappiness is the possibility that even some liberal Democrats will impose conditions on aid to Israel. A month ago, people were talking about unconditional aid. um, And now there's a possibility of people like Bernie Sanders and others imposing, proposing riders on that bill that would condition aid on maybe a continued pause in the fighting or some kind of limitations on the Israeli military operations. So that's another front to keep your eye on. And Steve, you see the president trying to play this game, this fine line, supporting our longtime ally in Israel, and yet trying to placate the 46% of Democrats who disagree with him on his Middle East policy. It's kind of a treacherous political game to play, isn't it? Oh, sure. And um, look, a lot has changed. For a long time, American support of Israel was rock solid. It it crossed party lines. It was not really in question. But a lot of things have happened. You know, it's a long time since the Holocaust. Today's younger generation, not just that World War II and the creation of the state of Israel in 1948 is distant historical memory, but even the wars of 67 and 73 are history now. Plus, you have a very right-wing government in Israel. Um, there are a lot of American Americans, including a lot of American Jews, who still like Israel but despise the Netanyahu government in the ways they have trashed the judicial system in Israel. So that's another factor. And the other factor, Scott, I believe, is social media. Mm. I think historically the pro-Israel side of American politics dominated media coverage. Today, with social media... Uh, Folks supporting the Palestinian cause have much more of a platform, much more of a voice um, in American politics than they did before. You now have a woman, Rashida Tlaib, who is a Palestinian-American, the first one in Congress. There was no one like her in American politics a generation ago. Plus, even with the fact that a few uh, reporters can get inside Gaza – Social media means that the uh, images, the devastating images of the civilian casualties are front and center every day. So there are many factors that have changed the political landscape. Thanks to ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts for appearing on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast today. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.